welcome to a There It Is podcast mini episode, a comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration with a quick tip. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. Thanks so much for giving us a listen today. This is mini episode number 14, which means we have 13 other mini episodes and they're all in the feed. Give those a listen if you haven't already. We have nine of them on our YouTube page youtube.com slash there it is the tips i share in these mini episodes are not just mine because i'm not a know-it-all i don't know everything and over the years i've just heard professionals and experienced comedians and performers talk about certain things i've jotted their ideas down that's what comes out in these mini episodes because this is an episode that is serious I do have some stats that I rattle off. I have cited my sources in the blog and in the notes, so you can check that out down there. I'm not a healthcare expert. I want to make that clear. I also want to make it clear that this is a sensitive topic that covers mental health issues and depression and has commentary on suicide. So if that is a trigger for you, I do want to warn you about that with this episode. Today's topic is, are all comedians sad clowns? Artists and entertainers are given a stigma of being damaged, tortured souls, especially comedians. People will define us as being so morose, damaged people, struggling with demons. Getting called that all the time has to mess with our heads a little bit, I'm sure, right? But where does that notion even come from? It could be that comedians and artists are introspective more often than the average person is, since it's part of the work, and comedians are often more open in talking about depression or traumatic experiences in our lives, and we're also more vocal about having a therapist and Actors are the same way. So maybe that leads people to assume that comedians are more prone to depression. But even still, it's not fair to call all comedians sad, dark clowns. It is just, I think, an inaccurate stigma. I've heard people point out Robin Williams and Richard Jenny, as well as some others who died by suicide, to prove that comedians are more depressed than the average person. The problem with that point is many people who aren't comedians also commit suicide. A CDC analysis done in 2014 showed that male and female nurses had a higher rate of suicide in the U.S. than males and females in general. That means that profession, being a nurse, has a higher rate of suicide. It's just not accurate to say, well, comedians are the ones who do it more. So don't please point to Robin Williams, who was going through a very specific thing, not just depression, but a form of dementia, as some sort of excuse to just say, ah, all these comedians, they're they're depressed. Look at Robin Williams. Please don't do that. People will also point to like a John Belushi or Chris Farley and their drug abuse to say comedians are more depressed than the average person, but that also reads as false to me since so many average people also abuse drugs and alcohol. This idea that comedians should be the poster children of depression just isn't sitting right with me, and it never really has. That's not to say that depression isn't prevalent in stressful careers like ones in the entertainment industry, 
with all of its uncertainties and ups and downs, high-stress jobs definitely impact people's mental health. And the entertainment profession falls into this category, but not at any higher of a rate than any other high-stress profession. According to a breakdown of the World Health Organization's data on worldwide depression, jobs in entertainment don't fall into the top 10 professions with the highest rates of depression. Given the info I've seen from Wu, hundreds of millions of people around the world have battled depression. Those kinds of numbers just don't lead me to think that comedians are more prone to depression naturally. It's too far-reaching to paint comedians as depressed. Depression can hit any kind of person, so I want to encourage you to seek mental health care. See if your job has resources or what your insurance covers. If you're still in school, see if your school has services that you can utilize. When I was in college, there was a counselor students could speak to however often for free. Utilize that if you're a student and that is available at your school. While seeking mental health care is viewed more favorably than ever before, there is still some stigma about seeking mental health care. It's normal to seek help from a therapist. It's not a bad idea to do it even if you aren't struggling with difficult feelings. Getting equipped with how to deal with tough feelings is wise to do just so you can be prepared when life throws a curveball. Learn as soon as you can how you can sit with difficult feelings to make it easier to manage your feelings when you're going through a tumultuous storm. So right now, if you are an actor or comedian, you don't know what your career holds for you. But what if you end up at a high-stress job like an SNL or a late-night talk show that has to pump out material quickly on a daily basis? We talk about preparing yourself to churn out material quickly, but you should also prepare yourself to be able to mentally handle that kind of environment. Someone who's listening to this right now may blow up and become famous one day, maybe even soon, maybe right around the corner. Know yourself and how to emotionally handle public scrutiny before you lose anonymity and your sense of self. A counselor can help guide you through that. Fame is toxic and the people it has taken down weren't equipped to deal with it. Get equipped now so you can remain well-adjusted through that if that is in your future. And it doesn't take fame to need this. If you have one video on TikTok blow up or some tweet blow up with the wrong crowd, you might catch unrelenting heat for a little bit. Speak with a counselor on how to manage being in the public eye so you can handle those situations because that kind of stuff happens on social media a lot, more and more these days. So ultimately, no, comedians are not just sad clowns. We're all just morose people. That's not true. But the average person, including comedians, especially if you're in a high-stress situation or are battling with uncertainty like we have for the last few years, you very well may be about to or currently dealing with some serious mental health issues, and I do want to sincerely encourage you to seek help. I know it can't be easy to discuss or hear about these topics, but I do thank you for taking the time to listen to this one. I hope it encouraged you to seek help if you need it, and I hope you also feel a little more heard and understood. Thanks again for listening to this mini episode. All episodes of the podcast are available on Amazon, 
Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. We also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash there it is. We upload old episodes and new episodes throughout the week. Like and subscribe. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at There It Is Pod. Follow me on Twitter at Jason Farr Jokes and on Instagram at Jason Farr Picks. Also subscribe to our Comedy Lifestyle newsletter and support us if you can. We have a Patreon and a PayPal. Go to thereitispod.com for newsletter and support info. Links in bio. Until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr. (laughs) 